Yo, yo, yo. So this next episode of the Yalabad podcast is brought to you by Shopback, the platform that allows you to earn cash while you shop online. And they're having a huge 9-9 sale. And leading up to the sale, there's going to be crazy discounts starting on 8 September. So make sure you download the app at the link in our show notes. In the meantime, we are going to be giving away three $50 Alora vouchers, all from Shopback. Wow. Now, all you got to do is share this podcast episode on Insta Stories, tag Ministry of Funny and Shopback, and we will pick three winners. Okay, that's all you got to do. Just tag us. Okay, now on to the episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Buzz. Wallah, wait, Terrence, stick with the program, man. What was up with that delay? Huh? What was up with that delay? I think that was your Wi-Fi, man. There was no... There was no Wi-Fi my ass. Uh. I can uh, hear you perfectly now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I it. think your Wi-Fi is, was delayed or something. No, no, no. You know how much effort I put into like to try and make the the energet the intro sound energetic or not? And then I had to wait for a full second. I had to look down at the WhatsApp video call that we're having a call now and then wait for you to respond. And but, when I looked down, you were looking down. Yeah, I was looking down at my mic. That's that's what I was I was really concentrating on, on <laughs> making sure the sound was correct. Nonsense lah. I know okay, I know where you live, there's always Wi-Fi issues. Okay, it's not yeah. me. Your Wi-Fi, your 4G. I don't know, like I don't know, even not even the mobile. Like sometimes I call you on the mobile phone also cannot get. Then you ask me to call you on Wi-Fi. Then mm. Wi-Fi also cannot get. Yeah. Then now you have you have caused it is trickled down to a podcast. Well I mean do you, uh, not a good way to start. How how reliable are, are our telcos? Would you like to hey, yeah, don't try and shift the blame, right? <laughs> don't become a politician all yeah, basket. Yeah. But but anyway, <laughs> actually the, that's a Sorry. That's a brilliant context setting for what we're actually going to talk about. Uh, but before we get into mm. that, what were you going to say? No, yeah, uh, yeah, we were supposed to do our usual plug uh, as as always before before getting yeah, into la, but, it. Yeah, but but first first some lighthearted banter lah. Oh, okay, okay, can, can, especially can. after we 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 got off to such a rough start. It's only rough in your in your <laughs> in your mind uh. Later, maybe wait, if we inverse time later, then maybe you'll figure out actually you were the one who was fucking it up. Oh, hey, don't spoil anything for Don't yeah. spoil it. I'm gonna watch it this weekend. Okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna watch it this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Please but do. yes, today today we have we are we have a one serious topic, one goofy topic. But before that, our uh, our podcast listenership, whatever you call it, continues to grow. So thank you, thank you so much for that. Um and what we normally say at the start of every podcast is that if you enjoy this podcast, if you find some value, uh, it would be great if you could share it with just one person. Just one person, send them the Spotify link, uh, play it when you're at their house or wh- whatever you want to do uh, yeah. just to get the word out. Can I just say that we got one really nice message on Instagram from somebody who uh, I think started listening to the podcast because of the Xiaxue podcast or something. And subsequently, mm. he said that... Um, he he enjoyed the podcast so much. He started listening to them from the start, and then he got to the point where we were, you know, at the early part of this year, talking about oh, you know, the Wuhan coronavirus. Should we be worried or should we not? And he said it sent chills down his spine because it really was a very very uh, adequate reflection of like how unprepared um, we Singaporeans all felt about the whole coronavirus lah. And then, and then I realized, oh yeah, actually mm. it's pretty cool. It's, it's quite interesting that our podcast really is a, it's almost like a time capsule, a time capsule of, of current affairs, right? Like just capturing the the feeling and, and what people are discussing at what moment in time. Oh shit, that's actually cool. So for like for our kids, for our grandkids, you know, we don't need to spend like waste time telling them what our childhood years were like growing up yeah. or like what our mid, 
middle age years were growing up, we just let we force them to listen to our podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. That's brilliant. That it's is like, brilliant. It's like going when, back. It's like in going back in inverse time. Again, another tenor reference. Right <laughs> Shut up, lah. <laughs> no, it's like you know, you know, like when your parents over meals and all, they tell you all the stories of them growing up and all that. We won't actually have to do it because we can just give them a chronological uh, summary of what happened from like twenty nineteen onwards. Yeah, yeah. That but, is pretty dopes, yeah. Yeah, correct. No, and and even if like humankind wipes out itself uh, and aliens come, we might actually be one of those artifacts that may, might be studied for for millennia. Uh, uh, year, thousands of years going ahead, lah. Holy okay, shit, I man! I think we're getting too far Holy out shit. there. <laughs> I think Planet Earth is calling us back to Holy to shit. get right into the first topic of the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why, why, why think about a thousand years in the future when I don't even know what I'm having for lunch tomorrow? Yeah, okay, exactly. but yes, the topic, the topic today is uh, is it's just two words, lah. Two words that has caused quite a lot of kerfuffles online the past few days. Yep. Uh, and what are those two words, Terence? Free rider, free rider, yep. and it was uh, mentioned by none other than our our dear PM Lee in in Parliament. Mm. Uh, that was, I think, yes, on on Thursday this week. Wednesday, Wednesday. was it? Wednesday, second September. Yeah. So I mean, like well, we did talk about that on the previous podcast about how yeah, it's it's nice to see the opposition debate the PAP uh, like like what people voted them in for line. This week there have been a few showdowns between like Jameis Lim and Josephine Teo. Yeah. Uh Jameis Lim and and I just saw videos of Sh- uh, uh no not Shamugam Tar- Tarman entering the chat uh, yeah. to 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 clarify something. Um so oh, but just so for context uh, just for context like yeah. what why uh what is significant about this week and how come Parliament is, is getting together this week? Uh, I actually don't. Why you ask me this kind of? No, you because know, I, you know answer, I know right? the answer. I just you know, it's a rhetoric question. Yeah, I just putting you on the spot. Yeah. Like. So no, but this kind of things you know, you only ask questions that you know the answer oh, to, right? Okay, okay, okay. Sorry. So, but yeah, yeah sorry, just, I'm not as well read as you, lah. I just no, no, zoom not, in on the topic that we're going to talk about. It's not, it's not about well read, but but it's it's just that I think um uh, this is the first sitting of Parliament after the elections. And PMD mm. specifically called for it to be earlier than usual because they want to get to work in terms of uh, fighting the you know the COVID nineteen and all its effects. Uh, but uh, what how I even bothered about it was quite strange because I don't know about you, but I got a pop up on my phone telling me Lee Hsien Loong about to address the nation about about COVID nineteen and life after COVID nineteen at three thirty p.m. So I thought it was another one of those like massive, you know, the one that where you, you rush to NTUC mm. when, when you hear the yeah. announcement kind of thing. Then I, I switched yeah. on the TV and then I realized, oh shit, it's just parliament, basically. It's parliament. Yeah. So for the first time, oh. I was actually, I actually like tried to tune in to watch parliament. First time in my life. Oh shit. So I thought, but I felt a bit hoodwinked <laughs> also because I was like, yeah, I thought it was going to be some big announcement about phase three or something. I don't know about you. Do you, do you get no, that? But- no, I, I got the notification and part of me was like, okay, I'll just watch it later, like all his uh his his talks like because I didn't expect that to be a debate or something. Yeah, yeah. So so that means now even for PAP you must you must uh enable notifications. Uh, uh yeah. Right. On Telegram and everything. Uh, yeah. What? <laughs> no, I, I think they, no, and they also said they're gonna start live streaming Parliament, right? Mm. So they can literally start a own subscription service app. You yeah. know, like when you open it, you get recommendations on the spiciest debates yeah. uh based on whatever you have watched. 
The, God the, damn, PAP. That means the hot takes are the hot takes. Like someone yeah, the hot takes. They'll, <laughs> edit, they'll edit the best parts. <laughs> <laughs> the hot takes. This might spawn an entire industry of like people commenting, you know, like, yeah, like, I mean, like what we're doing now, like, which is which is uh going back to the free rider thing. Like. So yeah. the context of the free rider, uh, yeah. that I know, that I know because okay. I, 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 I can talk about that. Please, Basically, please it was, I mean, uh, I mean, PM Lee gave his speech and then, then it entered into the, the rebuttal. I don't know how is parliament divided. Is it like each of them have a speech time and then there's a Q&A or you watch the whole thing, is it? No, I mean, I, I specifically tuned in for the PM Lee part. But what I understand is that they were addressing uh, the president's address last week, from last week, and making their mm. points about, you know, what going forward, how do we execute what she's asking us to do. Lah. So I think mm. Prime Minister obviously gets the biggest time of day. And then on the opposite side of the bench, literally sitting in the opposite seat on in the mirror image of the house is the leader of the opposition, Pritam Singh. Yeah. Yeah, so so but basically PM Lee completed his speech, like then P, uh, Pritam just just um they they entered a debate, like, right? Yeah, that, that's yeah. what I that's why I understand the context of the free rider thing. Yeah. So so I think basically PM Lee started uh going towards something quite um pointed about how uh, uh, about the pre- the presence of opposition in parliament and how voters mm. shouldn't vote for opposition just because they actually want the PAP uh to to govern the country, but they just want opposition representation la. And yeah. it 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 started with that, and he gave an analogy of the same old analogy of an auntie talking to some minister asking some question that made everyone think. Um, mm. and then uh, Pritam came back and they had quite an exchange la. But I think the thing that caused all the kerfuffle was. PM Lee kind of getting a bit uh uh angry also and saying that what we cannot um what the system cannot do is enable free riders la, mm. who vote uh for the who want the PAP to be in parliament and but they just uh vote opposition because they know the PAP is going to be in parliament and that uh and Pritam came back to clarify la, that people of Aljunit who voted for opposition who got the opposition power should not be considered free riders la. and mm. then uh, that spawned the whole debate online about people saying that uh, free riders in PM Lee's defense, because he did come up, come back to address it, right? That free rider is an economic term. Yeah. Uh, in the sense that but, it's but, people but who. Before, but before even jumping into that, right? Like. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Do you see the videos of them actually saying this? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, because if you actually go and watch it, uh, uh, yeah, like you said, it gets quite heated on in terms of yeah. Lee Sien Long gets quite upset. But when Pritam is coming out and saying. I don't think like the people of Junior appreciate being called free riders. There was um you know, he took long pauses, there was a lot of almost like trembling in his voice and everything. So if I mean it was showed I mean it, it seemed like he was really emotional about it. Like, and and um mm. even you could say that it's part of the performance out in Parliament, uh, but you know, for you know, given the kind of election that we just uh, the kind of GE that we just sat through and all that. This was one of the more wow, like the first day really of of Parliament. There's really all these uh, fiery exchanges between them and, and emotional statements. Yeah, a lot of emotions. Yeah, yeah it was like I was like wow, this and a lot is, of sweat also. Oh yeah, a this, lot of sweat the pit, also. The pit stains, uh, on, <laughs> yeah, on PM Lee. Pit stains. Yeah, wearing Holy pink, shit, man. Wearing pink in, in, God in, damn. in a hot in a hot chamber it might not be a good idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, so so I'm mean, I'm just saying that uh, as an observer, I was just like wow, this is getting quite. Uh, emotional la. and then uh, yeah la. then there's obviously the, the big thing about the free rider economic term which you were talking about but did you but how did the emotional part get to you like what do you think of it 
uh, I mean, I just felt like Pritam came prepared. Lah. He wasn't, he didn't just come and like, oh, you know, I'm now the leader of the opposition. This is my, I'm going to come and sit down and be crowned and everyone's going to respect me and it's all going to be good. I it felt like, it felt like the gloves are off on, from, from the start already. Lah. You know, they, it's going to, mm. they're going to start like, yeah, because if you follow like, even after the election, Lawrence Wong did uh he did I think he did a sort of a small post mortem and everything. You could already hear yeah. there were inklings of this idea that you know a lot of people voting uh for for opposition because they wanted alternative voices and not necessarily wanted an alternative government la. So you mm. I I already kind of expected this kind of uh, you know rhetoric going forward, but uh to to <laughs> plus the fact that I tuned in because I thought. It, Nisenong was going to announce phase three in like four different languages again. Uh. <laughs> so it caught me off guard. Like that yeah, it caught me off guard that he's going to no. change it to a whole like, oh, opposition, you all this, you all that again kind of thing. Uh. So I was like, quite yeah, shocked. Like you, you were just waiting, can go out in groups of 10 and can have 10 <laughs> people come come and all that, right? Like, that, that's can the all be labeled free rider, all like that. So, I mean, yeah, the yeah, thing yeah. is, I mean, the, the emotional thing, okay, so must must give it to, to Pritam for really being a damn fucking good orator. Like, uh, mm-hmm. just the way he delivers it, like what you said, the pauses. And there's something about his emotions showing that feel a lot more sincere than, say, someone like Josephine Teo. I don't mm-hmm. know, I don't know why, why there's something uh, uh, about that. But, but I would still say emotions in parliament, as long as it's done, like, live, I think, okay, that I can accept it. The mm-hmm. one uh, showcase of emotion which really pissed me off, I think last year was Carrie Tan. Is that her name? Carrie? Carrie, Carrie. no, the Hong Kong, Hong Kong. Hong Kong, Carrie, oh, fuck, what's Carrie Lam, Carrie Lam. Hong Kong, Carrie Lam, yeah. yeah. You know, Carrie Lam was a recorded <laughs> uh, announcement where there was a slow zoom in on her crying. So then I'm like, fuck off. Mm-hmm. La. Okay, that was clearly, clearly uh, state, like, I mean, forced. La. So this one, okay, Pritam getting emotional. But but at the end of it, I think what happened, uh, and I mean, the nice thing was like, they really spoke and they looked at each other. You know, like, yeah, they, yeah. you could see the eye contact. Hey, actually, like, I wanted to ask you, like, I wanted to ask you, because... I yeah. noticed that, you know, Pritam is sitting there and the way he seems to stare at people when they are talking and all that, uh, I felt, wow, it's quite like scary, like quite disconcerting and all. Uh. Do you get the feeling when, uh. you, when you see Pritam like just staring at you? Lucky lucky you asked that question. At first when you say, hey, I ask you, uh, that's normally a precursor <laughs> to some stupid ass question about, hey, why all Indians stare like that? Uh? Pritam no. got big eyes, you got big eyes. No, fuck you. I was really prepared for I'm that. Ra- I'm racially, <laughs> I, I don't look at race. Uh, I don't look at race. I, I don't see the don't world like, through the same, the same tinted, same tints that no, you see that, that was going to be your follow-up question, right? No, I think no, you have no. learned from your past mistakes. You asked me this first no, innocent man, question, no, then I give a very sincere answer and you're like, yeah, but how come are you also do that? Then I'll be like, fuck you lah, okay? <laughs> but <laughs> going back to your question, yeah, it was intimidating. Yeah, like he's, intimidating, he, right? yeah, he yeah. would just, I mean, he would just stare at you with, with his mask on and like, he mm. almost like he never blinks, yeah? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And he's quite a tall guy, like, right? He's quite, he's quite a, he's, He's, he's got stature. Like, and I think that yeah. might be his training as a lawyer also. Like, because lawyers, I'm guessing he did cross-examine people in court. And yes, yeah, like he's he's a good orator. He's very, he's he's good at the dramatic pauses and he's a big guy. Mm-hmm. And yep. he has a beard. Like. Yeah. yeah, the beard. Remember so, we discussed the beard before that, that you know, for voting, for voters, maybe the beard might be, might make him look too intimidating. But now in parliament, I'm seeing, oh, beard yes, is good. Yeah. <laughs> beard is no, good. <laughs> 
on one hand, you got this guy who's got like a jacket, you know, big guy, beard, fucking unwavering eye contact. And on the other side, you got a guy with huge pit stains and all that. Yeah. <laughs> you just pink, the pink shirt, pink shirt with pit stains. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, pink shirt, nothing wrong. Pink shirt, nothing wrong. It's just the pit stains. And honestly, yeah. as I was watching the video, right, the pit stains disappeared in the second half. So I had to go back oh. and rewind and see whether he actually changed his shirt. But I don't think he did, lah. Oh, yeah, Somehow, yeah. maybe, maybe, Arism, maybe, maybe that's he what they were He pawned Arism underneath. Uh. <laughs> no, so maybe that's what they were focusing on Pritam the whole time because yeah. maybe PM Lee had his two like uh, perm sacks or something just like blowing a fan under his pits. Uh, you know what would be fantastic? If now we just like, oh, actually, this has been a branded content podcast brought to you by, by Uniqlo, Uniqlo Arism. <laughs> <laughs> and we've been building up all the way just to, to give this punchline. <laughs> yeah, man. Because we are fucking sellouts now, right? Every every podcast. Now we're just getting better at integrating the band or brand organically. Yeah, we don't give yeah. a fuck about the free rider thing. Like, this is just for, for Uniqlo Arism. Yeah, the free rider thing. Free rider thing, yeah. Yeah, we haven't got to it. So so I think what happened after that was that you had different schools of thought. Like, because even PM mm. Lee in his address came back and clarified that it's an economic term, like, right? Mm. Um. Um, and you could see, like, do you feel like PM Lee go from very angry to a bit more uh, calmer after uh, he was trying to respond to Pritam? Which I thought, okay, la, that, that's, a, that's a nice debate. It got heated. Pritam made some good points. PM Lee made his points. And it ended off in a, okay, la, like, uh, it, it didn't go to shit. La, not like some Chan Chun Singh saying, what is the point of the question? You know, he didn't say mm-hmm. shit like that. But he did clarify that free rider is an economic term that essentially means something along the lines of like uh you you um so in social sciences especially economics apparently according to Kelvin Cheng who we will get to is when someone wants a public good or service but expects others to pay for it and that inevitably leads to market failure so mm-hmm. i think that that was kind of a i don't know like you studied economics to what extent eh? a level a level man yeah. a level so same as you know i didn't even, i didn't even study economics for a level no, the, the free rider is a economic thing. La. So examples are like, uh, let's say I want, you want clean air, right? Like everybody wants clean air to breathe, but you're not willing to pay, you know, pay extra for, you know, recycling or or pay pay more for, um, uh, for to basically pay to, to save the earth la, such that we have clean air. So that, that yeah. would make you kind of a free rider. Where you want uh-huh. you want a public good that every shared is shared by most if if almost everyone, uh, but you're not willing mm. to pay for it lah. So it ends up being paid for by people who are aware of of the you know the public good and they they pay for it lah. Yeah, yeah. So so then so then in your mind did did uh PM Lee use the definition correctly or is there any issue with it or not? Um, I mean in in in. If you really look at it in absolute economic terms, of course, yeah, like, it is uh, used accurately. But does it sound nice to to be labeled? Is it ever a nice thing to be labeled a free rider? Like, I don't think so. And I think he was actually labeling uh, workers' party the party itself more as the free rider rather than than the voters as free riders, like you know. Um. So 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 in. That's what I, that's what came to my mind first, lah. And uh, and then and you said and you said you mentioned that he seemed to be more calm after that. Actually, I saw it more that he he got a bit kanchong in the sense that he realized, oh shit, oh shit, that could be taken the wrong way. And then uh, I'm gonna tarik a bit. Mm. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna pull back a little bit, lah. I don't, <laughs> don't 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 double down on it. If someone's gonna misconstrue it. That's that's what I felt, lah. When he when he came out to make his defense. 
So you're saying that he was referring to the workers' party and not the voters. Uh? I think I'm, that's what Cal- Kelvin Chang alluded to also, that, that Pritam Singh misunderstood. Yeah, yeah, correct. I mean, I, I think broadly speaking, he's saying that concept of... Uh, I, I, I'm not trying to defend, but I'm just trying to see it from, from his angle. If he Okay, let's assume that he's really sincere, that he's just using a term. La. Yeah, la, broadly speaking, he's just saying that the concept of you want a PAP government, but you don't want to sacrifice your vote for it. La, you know, That's what he's saying. La. Mm. Whether or not you're the mm. party or you're the voter, that's what he's saying. You Generally, that is a free-riding kind of act. La. But I think he was focused, the way I saw it, because of everything he said before and after that was focused on the voter. La, because... I mean, what I didn't like was he used that analogy. Basically, if, if you guys listening didn't listen to the uh, talk, he started off one of the parts of his speech by saying that the by quoting an analogy that uh, of an old lady approaching uh, PA, like the minister Teo Chi Hen and asking uh, and telling him that she was very worried uh, mm-hmm. and because she heard that she could actually vote for opposition and that mm. she should vote for opposition. And PM Lee used that uh, as a way to point out that um, yeah, la, it, it, people should vote for who they want uh, instead of voting for who they they feel should be in parliament to give a counterbalance and all that. Because his, yeah. his rationale is that if, if everybody votes one way thinking that the rest of the people will vote the way that they want to vote, like yeah, if person A votes whatever they want because they know that person B would vote the same way person A actually wants to vote is a very dangerous way like, because if mm. everybody thinks that then the government will fail. Like. But where I think PM Lee kind of, it became very like petty almost when he was making these claims that you know, can if uh, everything is in place uh, like what Pritam, Pritam said, you know, the, the, what Lee Kuan Yew, he Pritam Lee quote, Pritam Singh, well, Pritam Lee, what the fuck Pritam am I talking Lee. about? <laughs> <laughs> Love child of Pritam Singh. Pritam. Basically, yeah, because Pritam Singh quoted something that Lee Kuan Yew said about how the government should be built such that any if the incumbent is voted out, the new government should still be able to carry on. Then Lee Sien Lung kind of said, yeah, the structure might be there, but can the new government actually carry live up to the standards? So then it became very like very personal. So that's where I felt like, wow, this is the like what you said, like the first proper debate, and it already went to that sort of extent. Mm. Well, well, what do you think right. of the use of uh, I mean, let's say let's say the free riding analogy uh, is technically accurate. Uh. Sorry, my dog's mm. crazy. But let's say that the analogy is technically accurate. What do you feel about his choice of using it to describe uh, describe this issue? Uh? I mean, I think as a politician, it's a dumb move. Uh, because ultimately, you are going... It's like last time, you know, when we said Chan Chun Singh... Uh, uh, referred to the people who who kind of buy the toilet rolls as idiots or something mm. or shasue or something like that. Yeah. It just feels like as the leader of the country, you why would you want to use a term that puts a portion of your demographic in a negative light? Mm. Uh, because I totally agree that a politician's primary role is to decide policy, la, but a very close second role is to instill confidence in the people like, and when you label a certain segment free rider to me it's like wow oh, you're just opening the door for for an opposition party to just fucking whack you on that mm-hmm. and because yeah in, in my mind implicit in I mean as much as you, it's just an economic term and all that implicit in there is that you know in economics you learn that you make a lot of assumptions about humans right uh, for example that humans uh, behave completely rationally and everything 
and it's almost like sometimes economics forgets that humans, you know, uh, they they make decisions based on other things like emotions and 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 all that as well. So the idea of this this uh, free rider thing also it's by proxy like, it's a little bit condescending in the sense Alamak. that it assumes Alamak. that you know people are Darren, such uh, what the hell are, okay. are such uh, one sided kind of um, <laughs> I'm just reconnecting to Terrence yo Terrence <laughs> what the hell man <laughs> okay wait sorry let me just pick up where I was again huh? no, uh, yeah, so, but yeah were you talking were you talking I was, when I was, you talking, were I was talking I was talking yeah okay because so, I was just making small talk okay, okay, okay. carry on no, so I was saying that the, the concept of using this economic concept of free riding to discuss this issue uh, just seems a little condescending because a lot there are a lot of assumptions within economics that you know just assume people are like a bit like robots like that they just make rational choices and don't really take into account all other things and all that. So so it, it's it's if you're assuming that voters are so uh, kind of uh, so you know so straight so silly. It also is a bit condescending like, by proxy. But the other thing I will also say is that let's say the public good that somebody wants, that every let's say the public good everybody wants is a government that has proper checks and balances in place, which includes having opposition. Say less, that's what everyone wants, right? So the only mm. people who... Um, who Everybody wants that, but the only people who dare to do that are those who voted for opposition or so, right? So you could, on the mm. flip side, you could say that those who voted for PAP are free riders. Uh, so yeah, like it exactly. can be used both ways <laughs> depending on what you define as the public good. So what is the public good? The public good is a PAP government or the public good is a balanced government or the public good is a you know a government made up of uh, opposition and PAP that works together. So it depends on what you define as, as the final public good that you want, right? Yeah. No, and also like um, the, the thing about... Like even Kelvin Ching in his in his post, um, and I use Kelvin Ching as an example because I think he represents the opposite school of thought for many of the things that I feel. But he mm. basically took it like literally as an academic concept, and he it, this is what he said um, that it has nothing to do with riding and nothing to do with being a freeloader. It is definitely not an insult. And this was something that Ho Ching also kind of alluded to in her semi-cryptic Facebook post saying a free rider is not a freeloader. But mm. then you go to anyone, la. you go to yeah. anyone at a dinner yeah. or something, like, hey, eight of you are uh, eating and the two of you are free riders. You're telling me the two people you tell you call free riders will be, oh, okay, yeah, you know, in economic sense, yeah, I'm just eating blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Fuck that. La. And then it's them fucking stupid, right? Like then the, the post also on his wall, the people all just lapping up his shit kind of like accuse Singaporeans of being mentally lazy. It's just a Google search away to find out it's an academic term. But there are so many academic terms that if used, people, <laughs> you, I, yeah, just just try, like what is, what's another academic term that, that sounds horrible when you use it on people? There's probably a ton, la, right? Actually, uh, you can tell that like even like the our little topic is also related to that that concept la, where a term that is, is used a certain way can be misconstrued very easily by someone else just by the way it sounds, la, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you go and tell your, your girlfriend, uh, you know, uh, your supply of love doesn't meet my demand. <laughs> what the fuck do you think she'll think? Yeah. Right. Exactly. You just go and you just go you go and tell you go and tell anyone, I just start breaking down everything into economic terms. You see how they feel. So this is where I feel like and some more pretum like okay, like the opposition you they're not anyone who gets into parliament, they're not a dumbass, like, right? Yeah. And if you open the door to to yourself for being critical, right? And then you complain that people are like using getting uh angsty or, or not educated too enough. sensitive about the term. Not educated enough. Yeah. 
I'm it like, is, fuck that, off, that's like, a, no, If there's anything, if there's any sign of condescension, it's there, lah, in that, oh, you're not educated enough to understand the analogies I'm using. Hello, it's not our job to have to explain these things yeah, to, this to you, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's the politician's <laughs> job to, to, to lay it out for people to understand. Yeah, then this fucking, uh, like, whoever, Calvin Chang, I go and speak in another language. Uh, I'm like, it's just a Google search away. Uh. Hey, bro, you got no Google yeah. Translate on your phone. Uh. That's yeah. that, that that whole analogy applies. Uh, right? And then, like, I mean, in some way also, the free rider thing, if you talk about the, the like, um, the voters of the, in the GRCs that the opposition got elected, right? Technically, they are voting in and they will suffer or enjoy the consequences of their vote directly what so how are they a freeloader you know if you mm. vote the opposition into Aljunit you're not gonna PEP is not gonna run the GRC what? which is the concept of the whole constituent constituency right and yeah. then to assume that they vote the opposition in but they still enjoy the benefits of Singapore I think I think that's kind of a, a stretch la. Yeah. and to quote to quote uh, DPM Tarman don't use straw man arguments right <laughs> yeah don't use straw man arguments. No, but yeah. but yeah, so, uh, so that's why I, I I just go back to like uh if you yeah, if you are strictly defining and assuming that everyone wants just a hundred percent PAP government, then yeah, lah, you can use you can say that those who voted otherwise are free riders. But I think in the election it kind of showed that there is a desire for some alternative voice, lah. And and if anything is the other way around, where people who who didn't dare to didn't dare to vote for opposition are the free riders, yeah. lah, right? And, and in some way, the assumption again is that people vote out of rational and logical thought. No, <laughs> they yeah. don't. They vote as a way of expression, right? I mean, honestly, like, okay, I think it's everyone's duty to find out as much as they can about the policies and the ministers they're voting for. But I would say a significant portion of why people vote a certain way is also emotional. It's also to put a statement. Like. So instead of using stuff like that, if a lot of people are voting against your government, to me, it's a sign that, yo, you know, the government, you're losing, you're losing support of the general population and it's something that you should look into rather than, again, telling the voters to don't be don't be scared of this, don't be scared of that and vote uh, the way you want it to be, not uh, the way you believe it, it should be. La. Which mm. is, and the whole thing about the, you know, there will be always opposition in parliament. So the one thing that, I don't know, I felt I agree with, but I couldn't, there was no he that he didn't back it up. Uh, Pritam kind of said that there's a difference between uh, elected opposition member versus a uh, NCMP. Yep. And yep. he he did qualify that by saying that his pers- that's his perspective. The PAP might mm. feel differently, but if only there's some way to back it up about why there's a difference. Because I feel there's a difference mm. because PM Lee kept saying that there will always be opposition in Parliament because of our constitution, so people shouldn't have to worry about voting them in uh, because there will no be representation. And it t- comes up time and again, la. I mean, the the we did. I think we did discuss this in earlier on during yeah. the election. So it's basically. An NCMP doesn't uh, non-constituency MP la, Literally in the headline, in the title of the job, you don't have a constituency. You don't have a place where mm. you can sink roots in, where where you can establish a base and have supporters and anything like that. So you're always this floating ghost going around talking about human you're rights. The most popular loser, la, right? Yeah, you're yeah, the most popular loser. Yeah, the most popular loser that nobody <laughs> wants. Now, why are you in my constituency? Get out of here. You, you have nothing to do with yeah. the future. So, you're, there's you're nothing, like, you there's know, no, you know the nobody wedding? to support you yeah. in the future for the next election, no? Exactly. It's like, you know, when you when your friends last minute, they cannot cancel on their wedding, then they, mm. two weeks before the wedding or the week before, they're like, hey, bro, you know, long time no yeah. see, you want to come for yeah. my wedding? Fuck you, la, okay? Yeah. Wait, then, what's then the, you are, you're, interesting, <laughs> but what's the, what, what is the, 
how late is the invitation come that you that you feel like is is like you are the you are the like the NCMP and that lah. <laughs> the NCMP. Uh. The, the, the I would say, no, I would say anything less than a month. Uh. I less feel I feel month. that is NCMP territory already. because like honestly mm. your invites you send out damn long right and then who wants to go to the wedding knowing your second tier friend and some more yeah. for Chinese weddings especially fucking go there pay two hundred dollars pay hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. Fuck all that, man. I don't want to be. I don't have to pay hundred and fifty dollars to find out I'm a second tier friend, like. Yeah. For for me, I think it's for the. I think like anything, anything less than three months. You are like anything. Yeah, anything. If they ask you within three months of the wedding, right? It means you were like bottom of the totem pole already, lah. It means oh, your. Have I gone for someone, any wedding where I was invited? Someone got rejected. <laughs> then they had an alternative that got rejected. Then they rejected, and then you are the <laughs> you are the next one, lah. Oh, so, so you're tier three, friend. Yeah. So by the time come to a month, you're like you're like the untouchables, really, lah. Yeah, 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 like yeah They have yeah. no intention. They don't yeah. even have your number. They probably have to get it from someone. Yeah. Oh, fuck you know. I don't think yeah. I've gone for a wedding that's that close. <laughs> la. I don't think. I don't think so. I really but, don't think so. We haven't gone to. And no damn. one has gone to any weddings for the past nine months. Uh, that's the. Uh, that's one thing la. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> you know, I hope that sh- that shakes up the wedding system also because this whole market rate for weddings and like must pay all this hotel based on hotel I think it's yeah. fucking stupid la. so now now I hope yeah. it's equalized because everything is virtual and then when we go back it will be one standard market rate yeah yeah, yeah. bloody hell uh, it's, it's go- the, the world's gonna change the world's <laughs> gonna change that's for sure yeah. <laughs> well that's a very very safe way of preventing me going on a anti-Chinese wedding run <laughs> yeah no I mean it's true I mean uh, so no, I, Chinese I, weddings are great Chinese weddings are great Chinese weddings are great they're fun as long as you know the people who are you know, who's getting married but it's just my issue with the rate base on the hotel uh. yeah, yeah it's them stupid this one, this one is I think uh, to all Another my Chinese podcast, uh. all my Chinese <laughs> brethren <laughs> you have to educate this 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 man here why is he, why is he yeah, so th- saying this kind of thing uh, you know yeah. Anyway, then but, don't tell me that just that just because I pay hundred and fifty dollars and someone else pays two hundred dollars, I'm a free rider. Because then I'll ask you to shut the fuck up, man. Well, actually, that's a great analogy. Like, yeah, the guy who goes to the wedding and like gives the lower pays arm power, <laughs> in a way, in a way, is the free rider, lah, Right? You want free to enjoy the wedding. You, you, yeah. Then you, you're supposed. Everyone's trying to help cover for the person, but then you, you are the free rider that refused to pay the the, the market rate, lah. <laughs> You want to enjoy the wedding. You want to be there. You want to no. be the tier one friend, but you don't want to pay the market rate. That's what, no, ladies so, and gentlemen. No, that is the definition of free rider. Thank you. So I, so admittedly, I've been a free rider for a lot of my uh, friends' weddings. Wow, you just, uh, you just totally no. dug your own your own trap for yourself. Man. No, I don't mind. I'm not shy of it. Okay, I will willingly admit that I refuse to pay based on hotels. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. So okay. So to take a cue from Calvin Chang's book, right? Next time when weddings reopen up. During anyone getting married, right? As you say your thank you speech, just say thank you to everyone and thank you to the free riders as well. And you yeah. see how people react, lah. <laughs> la, because yeah, exactly. it's not an insult, right? It's not an insult, yeah. Exactly. Just exactly. on your thank you speech. Thank you, all free riders present. You really made this a wonderful night. And yeah. And you see what happens. Nobody should feel insulted. No, nobody. Nobody yeah, should feel insulted. Because it's not an insult. It's just an economic term. <laughs> Wow, I, we just came up with like a fantastic <laughs> analogy for it. Right? And we, did, yeah, we, weren't even, we weren't even planning that. Uh, honest, honest to God, we yeah. weren't even planning to talk about that. I don't know how it... God damn. <laughs> God yeah. damn. Sometimes yeah. it's just best to talk things out. Uh. Cool. Yeah. I think that's a nice way to wrap up the first segment. Yes. And, uh, cool, cool, cool. The second and segment is a The second segment. One, the goofy topic. Because like, we, haven't, we haven't done just so, an innocent goofy topic in a while. Just something that is goofy. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so so I mean, I came across this because you shared it in in our private uh, Facebook group as a as something that caught your eye. Is essentially this a USC communications professor who was placed on leave after using a Chinese word that sounds like a racial slur. And I, the moment I read that, I knew what the Chinese word is. Yeah, because I've heard it been kind of like uh, referred to as a potentially dangerous word just because it sounds a lot like the N word. Yeah. And uh, I think he right. was referencing it in the in talking about filler words, uh, like in different languages, like um, in Singapore language, you you uh ah uh no need lah, you know that kind mm. of thing. So filler words that you maybe fill in as you're thinking about your sentence. But in Mandarin, because um yeah, in Mandarin when you're thinking of uh what to say, you would want to say literally, you would say uh that 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 thing that thing that thing, which in Mandarin is translated as naka or sometimes can also be pronounced naka uh, which yeah. is literally that thing that thing and uh, yeah when you say naka 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 it, it can come across sounding like a certain a certain English word that is very unsavory lah, as you uh, in America especially so and I mean doesn't help that he's a white uh, male uh, professor lah. yeah right correct, correct. so so actually what what so he's actually on 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 a short term pause now? Yeah, because right. the university is and USC is University of Southern California, a pretty pretty legit university. I think it's the um, top public and, top public university, right? Top public university. Yeah, and it has the I think one of the best film schools in the world. Oh, yeah. Um, so he's on a short term pause while the university reviews and the situation to better understand it and to take any appropriate next steps. Mm. So when you saw this, what were your thoughts, sir? Eh? Uh, I don't know if you remember that I think there was an article a few years ago or something happened a few years ago where a Singaporean was the go-between uh, Chinese tourist and an uh, African-American tourist who were arguing in the airport because of this exact issue. Mm. Like, the Chinese tourist was saying naka, 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 naka. And then, and then that the other person thought it was a racial slur. And a Singaporean person who could speak both English and Mandarin actually went up and mediated between them. La. That's what I remember of the story. I'm not 100% sure if it's completely true or that's exactly a sequence of events. But uh, but yeah, be, being Singaporean, um, you know, we grew up with a lot of uh, playing with words like that because we all, everyone has, you know, studies a couple of like, different languages and we're in a multicultural society. So mm. I feel like maybe Singaporeans will be more forgiving about these kind of things. La. But when you are coming from a country that, you know, is... is Really, only speaks one main language and everything, and and uh, I can see how it, it could be taken otherwise, lah. But it's 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 quite funny, lah. When I read this whole thing, how what, but, what do you think I mean, about it? I'm just trying to think of a way to kind of maybe understand the students' predicament, uh, and what the university's predicament. But it's damn fucking hard, man. Yeah. Like uh. Apparently, yeah, it was a stu- a bunch of students who complained to campus administration. La. So, mm. it just feels like, um, I mean, yeah, and it was an online class. Mm-hmm. So, so, I mean, it's not even something that maybe um, uh, you can gauge the reaction of the audience or something. Um, so, it just feels like, wow, like um, it maybe was recorded, you know, it doesn't help that also. Uh, because mm. I'm guessing like university lectures might be recorded, right? So yeah, yeah students accused the professor of pronouncing pronouncing the word like the N word approximately five times during the lesson in each of his three communication classes, and that he in I quote offended all of the black members of our class. 
Mm. Wow, fuck. And they're MBA candidates, no? So the mm. students who apparently identified themselves as black MBA candidates, care of 2022, um, wrote that they had reached out to Chinese classmates as they were appalled by what they heard. So to me, this is like fucking ridiculous, man. And okay, I mean, so the students, how they justify? The students, how they justify is that the pronunciation of this word is much... It's very different from what Professor Patton described in class. So, like what you said, like it mm. if you say it phonetically accurately, it is what is it? Uh Naker. Naker. Yep. So even if he said it in a way that I think I've heard before where it does it does sound like the N-word. Yeah. Uh <laughs> mm. I mean the t- So what were you gonna say just now? Um yeah, because you know, like I think Netflix at one point they they fired one of their top executives because he used the N word in terms of uh describing the kinds of the kind of language that needed to be avoided on Netflix itself. Like. And he said it lah. Yeah, he, he said, said he said the N word and then he got fired for that. So that one was like although the intent was good, right? Um but because it was about race and everything and his and he I think he was white lah, so he he was basically the victim of, of his own his own intentions lah. His own good intentions. Mm. Whereas this one, it's like there isn't even an intention to go into to race or anything. It's just straight out just saying something that sounds like something and he got in trouble. So I I feel, yeah, this one is like, I mean- No, but it, you feel that there's a difference. In worms, fact, the Netflix one is, the Netflix one is even more ridiculous, right? He was trying to say that these sort of words should be excluded and he got fired for saying that. No, but then, but because it's, he is talking about race and the use of a word uh, in an insulting fashion. Oh, we don't know what okay, happened okay, in the I room. Like maybe mean. in the room, the way he said it just came out like really wrong. What? Whereas this one is like, I I mean, unless the guy is really an idiot or something, I don't think he had the intention at all to talk about <laughs> race or refer to. <laughs> he probably didn't anything. say it like. <laughs> He's just really he bad at say Chinese. It in, a, in a way that 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 you know it it can be quite. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He probably wouldn't have said it. To that extent, like, where yeah. it, it sounded really vile. Yeah. Um, and so that's why your parents, yeah, when just, they say, you know, you study, make sure you study Chinese properly, this is why, like, you know, so you don't end up insulting, uh, you know, a whole race of people. Like. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I mean, does it help, like, the class? There's a video on YouTube um, that, um, and there's a transcript that goes on by the site, like, auto transcribed. Mm-hmm. Like. So yeah. they transcribed it, and then, yeah, um, yeah, people. So it's just one of those polarizing things, and I think some like on the YouTube video, the comments page, a lot of people who are saying, yeah, they're Chinese, they live in China, and they do not see it as a issue, la. Yeah. So, wow, it just feels like. I think I was. Uh, I was just listening to a Joe Rogan podcast today where they were like, oh, you know, there's a there's a chink in the armor, and then they're like, wait, can we use that word anymore? <laughs> and they were like, oh, Drogan's like, y- you can use it, but you need to say it fast, like chink in your armor. Like you can't say there's a chink in your armor. You know, then it becomes different. So so, so the speed of delivery also matters. So maybe the guy was like, naked. And then people are like, what the fuck? You know? You know what I mean? No, so like let's say, let's say if I want to get a certain flavor of potato chips. Yep, you know, yep. salt and if I'm thinking, what is it? Salt and salt and vinegar. So you have to say it like that. <laughs> yeah. So and that that V word, uh, that V word, V what? Uh, v. The V, v. word. Yeah. I want so, salt with a little bit of V. Then you'll be like, what kind of V you want, dude? I'm like, yeah, you know, yeah. salt and the V. 
They're yeah, like, yeah. dude, we don't serve that kind of shit here, man. No, salt and the V. Yeah, so I went <laughs> I went I went on a trip to the beach that day and I went snore snow what uh snow. Snow Yeah, you can't say that. You can't say that because <laughs> snorkeling. You went, you snorkeling. You, I went snorkeling. Ah, fuck you. you <laughs> snorkeling. You know how much how much of how much offense I take to that or not? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Skit. Sorry, old joke old yes, joke that yeah. we've actually we've actually used in a skit before. La. Old joke that we've used in a skit before. But yeah, yeah. that's that's and the I crazy world our we live performance in, right? also. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh correct, fuck! Correct, like correct. we used it in a video, we used it in our live performance. Now we're using it. God damn! No wonder we're failing. Yeah, trifecta. Cannot think trifecta. on new jokes. Yeah, trifecta, trifecta. But god damn, god, god damn. It's kind of scary, lah. Because I mean, this is a, it's a, it's a very well-known university. It's an MBA program, and and yeah, lah. For this to actually happen, it's like wow. Yeah. Unless unless level. there's something there's something there's something that we don't have access to. That I mean, the, no, actually the video is there, lah. Mm. The video is there. Oh, you mean the video uh, of what he said? Uh? Yeah, yeah. Someone, someone, oh. we'll put it in the show notes as well. Uh. Okay, okay. Yeah, um, yeah, we should put it there. Yeah, and I mean, he said it in three different classes, so he clearly thought there was nothing wrong. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. not even like when he said it, he was like, oh shit. Uh, no, he just said it in three classes, and I don't think there's anything wrong. Mm. Hi-yo, 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 Tough hi-yo. situation. Tough situation. Yeah, yeah. Tough situation. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, as much as we try and debate two sides of it, right? This one, one of the. What are the sites here? What are the sites? I mean, yeah. unless anything that sounds like a racial slur, especially at this time and mm. age, cannot be uttered. Mm-hmm. So I mean, but that's why. A bit. I think I I saw uh, was it Xiaxia posting or something like that that you cannot use uh like like I think for coding you cannot use like master programmer or something like that. And slave, really. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to be master primary and master and slave relationship. Yeah, master and slave. But but I think there's something about master programmer and. And now they have to use primary programmer and like nothing, mm. nothing more lah, you know. So so I, I mean I, I, even Tarman, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. What? No, no, you go ahead. No, no, I was just gonna say that yeah lah, There's a lot of uh, you know dark mode, <laughs> uh, blacklisted that kind of thing that we have still we're still struggling hey, with. Uh. Okay. No, in all honesty, I've heard blacklisted. I've heard the master and slave. I've heard no one say about dark mode except you. There's only you lah. <laughs> okay. That's just you. Can I it's use coming, dark it's mode? Coming, it's coming to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. No, even Tarman yesterday, he said something about how uh, when he was referring to chairman and then he said, wait, should it be chairperson? Anyway, blah, blah. So, so it just feels like, wow, everything is going to be... I mean, this feels like we're opening a can of worms because we don't want to trivialize this topic, but it mm. just feels like, goddamn, is the... This 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 professor thing is really quite ridiculous. Eh? No, I mean the the truth is if if it, it makes if society has progressed and there's certain uh, racial slurs or, or you know even gender slurs and and uh, uh, sexuality making comments about people's sexuality, I think those things shouldn't exist. Uh, you know, like like we should as society try and move forward to not use certain words. Mm. Uh, even though ten years ago it might have been acceptable or what, I don't think it's a bad thing mm. to to. You know, it's like it's like cleaning out your social media once in a while. You clean out your vocabulary, yeah, like, yeah. right? So, uh, yeah. it's not a bad thing. So, um, but it's just that this one was like the guy really, I, I mean, is really literally using another language to speak. So he was being penalized for for something that's really out of his control, uh, You know. Yeah, I mean to clarify, like I, I, I feel like I totally agree with you that even the master and slave thing, the blacklist. I agree that there should be an update to the language, lah, mm-hmm. because. There are, there are, um, yeah, like the when you're blacklisted, it's obviously a negative thing, lah, right? Mm. Um, 
But it just, for me, it's like, that means what? Languages that have words that sound like racial slurs also need to be cleaned up? No, but then... But then it gets in, a bit... In the, like, in the Mandarin language, naka is literally... Naka or naka is uh, something that is very used very commonly. Uh, it's, it's, it's like... It's yeah, like la, so... The, you know, when French people go, uh, uh, you know, or... or uh, or like Singapore, like... Is, mm, is mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm, mm, yeah everything yeah, is like very la. common. So it's very hard. La. Yeah. 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 La. But but, but yeah, la, you guys have to you have to tell your ancestors to in the motherland to to clean up their act lah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, naka, naka. Yeah. yeah. Naka, yeah, naka. But yeah, that's but where yeah. that's where we're so, at. That's where we're at. And now it's time for our our third and final segment. Uh wait, anything you want to shout out about the Reddit? Uh the subreddit? I mean, as mentioned, there was like a crazy number of comments for the the last uh, podcast about the free community church. Um, yeah. and, and I think it's still ongoing. So shout out to everyone in there in the trenches who's who's having very long debates and all. Because we are we are watching and, and reading. Uh, it's just it's just having the time to to really sit down and have a cohesive response sometimes is, is tough. Yeah. You know? But um, but it's great to see great to see people having debates and almost like not giving a fuck about what we think. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, correct, <laughs> which is correct. cool. I think that's the sign of a healthy Reddit. But I must yeah. give a shout out to the constant memes about Terrence shitting on my one shot thing. Uh. Yeah. Like even this one meme where it's a super cool saying: the light bulb, the switch, and the audacity of this bitch. Shout out to you, big sloth boy, man. No, no, you big sloth boy. How fucking boomer am I? Is you slash big sloth boy? Yeah. And yeah. then yeah, big sloth boy. The fucking memes are gold, man. And yeah. uh, let's see, big sloth boy. Big sloth boy is the is the meme. The, the memer mm. and then iced Earl Grey Latte with the failing channel designs we have to do something something with this yeah. so 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 we, yeah just just keep them coming man keep them coming yeah I mean someone was calling for more merch and all that and uh yeah we were just clearing our offices recently and realized hey we have a ton oh, yeah. of like Ministry of Funny t-shirts uh. I don't know if uh people are interested in that or you're you're thinking more specifically Yalabad t-shirts or something uh, you know yeah I mean Actually, yeah. So, so um, at the start of this podcast, you would have heard some, uh, something about a, a giveaway for for no. Actually, wait. Uh, no, yeah, a, a giveaway for shop back. But at the same time, if you want, if you want these MOF T-shirts, right? Uh, just just share this and tag us and tell us that you would like to buy an MOF T-shirt because we do have a, a bunch in different sizes, um, and it, it has our logo on it. Uh, and yeah, or if you want custom T-shirts, or if there's any merch in particular that you see, because yeah, like we've we've never really uh toyed with that idea before, but if there's potential, right, we want to do it, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, cool, cool. So so now it's time for the for the one shot thing. One shot thing, yes. And one what is your one shot thing for this thing? For this My one shot thing is uh, you know, tiny desk, lah, right? Mm, yes. So so the the latest guest is Billie Eilish. Uh-huh. And yeah, so so Billie Eilish did a Tiny Desk concert and I mean uh because Tiny Desk they normally do it in the office of NPR, right? Uh mm-hmm. and it's actually a Tiny Desk in their office, but this yep. time they uh Billie Eilish and her brother did the recording in front of a cardboard that looks like the Tiny Office. Mm-hmm. Um but but I mean Tiny Office con- Tiny Tiny Desk concerts are are some of my favorite uh, music videos online for those of you who haven't seen anything it's basically where they get a singer like like a legit singer Taylor Swift has done it Adele has done it into the office of uh, NPR which mm. is the National Public Public uh, Radio 
um, company in the US and literally they just take a desk in the office and everyone crowds around and they just do an acoustic recording there lah. And it's fucking awesome, man. Dave Matthews has done it. Taylor Swift has done it. Uh, Chance the Rapper has done it. And now Billie Eilish. So, yeah, I just thought it was it was great. Like, and her voice is really unreal, man. It's mm. unreal. So, it's, it's yeah, not, so, it's not so, like a fetish or anything, like giantess kind of thing. Like. It's just tiny desk. What the... <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> I was Sorry, thinking, though, there's, no way, there's no way Terrence can twist my one shook thing into something fucked up. But yeah, it's not, okay? It's not. Guys, but don't you say because don't, don't look up no, don't look up giantess on YouTube. Don't look no, up giantess. Yeah, okay. Don't don't look up. Don't look up because it is a it is a the, one of those weird sides of YouTube um, <laughs> that we actually got got interacted with in some way, shape, or form because we made a video where yeah. uh, I got shrunk down to this tiny man uh, and getting chased by my uh, human sized wife in the video. Mm. And someone from the giantess community actually reached out and said, you know, your video could be very popular in the giantess community. We're like, huh? What the fuck? So yeah, so <laughs> don't look up giantess. Don't yeah. look up giantess. But uh, yeah, it is a, a niche on YouTube. How the fuck did we get there from Tiny Tiny Desk? Uh? No, okay, Tiny Desk concert tiny is desk. great. It's, there's nothing that is tiny. There's nothing that's tiny. It's just smaller than a stage. Okay, and it's okay. great. Got it, got it, got it. God damn it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My one shock thing is, I think just a couple of nights ago, David Blaine did his uh, latest stunt ascension, which uh, yeah. it, it was a live YouTube. It was sponsored by YouTube and YouTube live streamed the whole event where basically he, um, he floated up to the sky on a whole bunch of helium, big helium balloons and then after he reached a certain point, so it, it looked like, you know that movie Up, right? That the character where he floats mm. in the sky of the balloons. So it looked like that, like, where he was floating across, I think, California with uh, with colorful balloons. And, and then at some point when he reached like 24,000 feet, I believe, he cut the cord and he parachuted. I mean, he skydived all the way back to Earth. Like. And so mm. um, that was a, a stunt that he did. Which uh, actually I found really underwhelming. That's not. It wasn't actually the one shook thing I was going to talk about. <laughs> but actually, the one shook thing was really when David Blaine was promoting the the this stunt. He went on Joe Rogan's podcast la, and mm. it was one of those strange podcasts where they do a lot of strange things on the podcast. Like I mean, David Blaine got Joe Rogan to pierce his bicep with an ice pick. Um, David Blaine like swallowed like a gallon of water so that he could swallow a frog and then cough it up again. <laughs> so and then you are hearing it with all the you know the the high quality microphones and everything. You're hearing David Blaine like like regurgitating a frog and then you are, you can listen to it on the podcast and also it's like it's kind of gross but it's one of those things you can't like you can't not listen to at the same time. Uh. So I would recommend like if you if you're if you have a you know if you've heard of David Blaine because of his street magic or that. Yeah, you have a bit of time. Just listen to that podcast. It's quite it's quite interesting because he talks about how he he trained the Navy SEALs to be able to do a lot of stunts he did. And, and basically his philosophy, I think Joe Rogan does a good job of asking him about his philosophy behind why does he why does he do what he does? Like like what what kick does he get out of it? Like? So so it just made me yeah. realize, hey, this guy is he's actually much more normal than 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 I thought. Like and he really just he does it like as a as a sport as a sport uh, like well, how we see basketball players training all that to him like holding his breath underwater mm. is like it's, it's just like just testing his body and seeing how how much he can do uh. yeah I thought I was a hero by like not sleeping for 75 hours in the Subaru challenge yeah, yeah. but yeah fucking David Blaine David Blaine yeah. just takes it to the next levels yeah yeah so so he talks about like yeah la, even piercing his his he, he's just amazed that the human body can do certain things 
and 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 he just uh, wants to explore as much as what the of what the human body can do. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That is awesome. Yep. Chorogan, cool. check it out. See? Spotify. See, that's 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 how you accept a one show thing. You know, you you revel revel in the partner's suggestion. Uh, yeah, Fucking yeah, yeah, asshole. Yeah. You, I mean. Yeah, I yeah, never yeah, say yeah. I never say that you shouldn't revel in tiny desk, but if you're there, <laughs> check don't uh, don't check out giant desk. <laughs> Go to giant chair, yeah, tiny desk and giant chair. Giant. <laughs> probably some yeah. interesting results that will come up. Cool. All right, that's yeah. the end of our podcast, guys. All right. Peace, cool. guys. <laughs>